Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a special edition Sikkim podcast. Dijna, you weren't here a long time at Baylor, but but how would you describe your Baylor experience? It was special. Um, I wish, obviously, that I would have gotten to interact with the fans more because I know Lady Bears fans are crazy about their Lady Bears. But you're the first ever by the New York Liberty. And, uh, you know, yeah, first ever. The Sikkim Podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics. Now, here are your hosts, Brooke Bednars and the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Hi, everybody, and welcome to a special edition of the Sikkim Podcast. We've had a number of special editions lately, and with good reason. Lots of great things we want to uh, share with you. And Brooke, we've got another one today on the heels of the WNBA draft. We'll visit with the two Lady Bears who were uh, drafted and are headed into professional basketball. Absolutely, John. I think, you know, it's been such an exciting time for Baylor athletics and the celebrations just keep rolling in. And I'm so thankful that we get to visit with Dijanae first here today. Um, She's got a very busy schedule, but she's already up in Connecticut because she was drafted to the sun. Dijanae, thank you so much for taking the time to join us and, uh, you know, talk about the draft and just what it means to you overall that you've you've reached you know, this lifelong goal of yours? Yeah, as you mentioned, it's always been a dream of mine um, just to make it to the WNBA. And there were roadblocks along the way. So to finally like hear my name called was just a a big sigh of relief. And just, you know, it's kind of something you can cross off your checklist. But now the real work begins to make that team and to stay on the team. Walk us through a little bit what draft night was like. Obviously, this year, nothing has been normal. Your NCAA, you know, bubble experience was anything but normal. Um, So this draft was virtual. uh, But tell us a little bit about who was with you, how you guys made the night um, extra special, and what it meant to you um, to have all those people surrounding you for that moment. So I was with my family and then um, a bunch of my closest friends, they were all there. We had a little draft celebration and watch party at um, Petco Park, which is the Padres Stadium in San Diego. So the CEO like allowed us to rent out one of the, or like he rented it out, I guess, like one of the boxes. And so Um, we had it there and then they had a little celebration for me on the field after. So that was super exciting. And it was just cool growing up in San Diego. And I mean, I've been to a ton of Padres games, so it was so cool to kind of like see all of that come into fruition. I love Petco park. It's right there downtown. It's just beautiful. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a great setting. Lamplight district is right there. That, that must've been really cool to, uh, to be able to celebrate that moment there. Yeah, it was super cool. And they made me a, a authentic Dijonet Carrington jersey with twins. Nice. So it was super cool. Yeah, I had no idea all of that was happening. 
<laughs> Did you have, uh, how, how calm were you on draft night? <laughs> you know, it's so, it's so weird. My personality is very outgoing and, you know, a lot of energy, but in big moments like that and like basketball stuff like that, I'm like super mellow. And so I don't really know <laughs> where that comes from or how I kind of, you know, teeter through the two, but I was very calm. I was just, I was really very relaxed. And when I, I didn't even see my name at first because Kiana, who's one of my best friends had just got picked and Didi. And so I had, I was recording like them talking on the screen. <laughs> and as Kiana was like talking, doing her interview, they had like put my name up on the bottom. And then I would, I didn't even realize it until like I heard everyone start screaming. So yeah. <laughs> Well, I think that's really neat. I mean, that shows just how good of a friend you are. <laughs> you know, you were celebrating everyone else's moment uh, right there, being a good teammate um, for Didi and things like that. But uh, I, I want to ask you, um, you know, you've been asked a lot this year about why why you decided to come to Baylor. And one of the main reasons, you know, is always to, to learn from Coach Mulkey. You learn from a great coach over at Stanford as well. Um, but you're the third in a row, third consecutive uh, Baylor grad transfer to make it into the WNBA and to be drafted. And so to be kind of a part of that legacy that's fairly new here at Baylor, uh, how special is that for you? It's super special. And that's definitely one of the reasons why I came to, to Baylor. Um, a lot of schools were obviously, you know, wanted me to come to their school, but I saw that Baylor had had success with grad transfers the previous two seasons. And so that was a big part of it because I know it's not always easy to integrate a grad transfer into your program, especially a program that's already very much so well-established. Um, and so that was just a big part of it. And to be able to come into the program and make my impact, um, but also learn and grow because of what's already there was super, um, you know, exciting for me. And yeah, like you said, to be able to continue that legacy, I don't know if they're going to have any more grad transfers next year, but <laughs> hopefully if they do, they make it to the league too. Why do you think that this program at Baylor with coach Mulkey and everything is able to welcome in those grad transfers? What about this program and your experience here made that possible? I just would say that I think they're very, um, selective about who they bring into the program. Um, they're not going to just bring anybody, any grad transfer in who maybe already has an ego or thinks that they're supposed to be given specific treatments because they're a fifth year senior. They bring in people who are going to be able to adapt to whatever um, role they're needed to adapt it into and people who fit their style. So I think that's a big part of it. I know Chloe and Taya both you know, fit right in and myself as well. You played a unique role um, so <laughs> much so that they they recognized that you were the Big 12 sixth woman of the year, as well as the newcomer of the year. Uh, you know, how how did you adjust to that role? And then, um, you know, even though you were coming off the bench, you were still making a big difference. I mean, when John, when we think about the last couple of games they had in the NCAA tournament, Dijanae Carrington was the name everyone was talking about and just how you performed. Yeah, it was obviously a different role for me, um, but it was something that I just took head on. And it really, to me, it didn't matter whether I came off the bench or started. It, it was more so 
I think it's more important of who's on the court at the end of the game or who's on the court when the game's on the line. Um, and most nights that was me and obviously for other teammates, but I was one of them. And so I think that was more important than starting for me. Uh, but it was just something where Coach Mulkey, we talked and she said that she needed a spark and she needed energy coming in off the bench. And like I said, that's my personality, just energetic and very outgoing. And I think that when I came into the game, my teammates were able to get a bit of a boost and a lift from my energy and just things like that. But it definitely took a little bit of adjusting too. But, you know, you just have to stay focused and do whatever is best for the team each night. Dijanae, you weren't here a long time at Baylor, but but how would you describe your Baylor experience? You know, everything, basketball, uh, you know, academically, everything. It was special. Um, I wish, obviously, that I would have gotten to interact with the fans more because I know Lady Bears fans are crazy about their lady bears um but you know the little thing that things that I did get to do with the community and with the fans were so special and I think the best part was just my teammates and the staff being around them every day was super like special and something that I'm gonna treasure forever um I was able to make great friends in just what like 10 eight to ten months I don't even know how long I was there I got there sometime in July and the girls didn't get there until August. So it was a short time, but you wouldn't know it the way that um, we interact with one another. Were you able to um, visit with Dee? I know you mentioned you had several friends other than Dee Dee that were uh, drafted, but have you and Dee Dee been able to talk about the fact that, you know, just everything you guys went through together this year and then that it kind of was capped off with you both being drafted, uh, I think only three spots apart. <laughs> Yeah, we did. We talked a bunch that night, um, the night of the draft. And then actually last night or yesterday, we were on FaceTime with each other for a couple of hours. And we were just, you know, so excited about how close we are to each other right now. Connecticut and New York. She looked up the bus fares. This girl's crazy. <laughs> she looked up the bus fares and she was like, okay, so on a bus, it's about three hours and whatever minutes on this, it's four hours. She said, if you drive, it's only two hours and this many. I'm like, girl, you are so funny. But yeah, so we've definitely talked and um, we're excited for each other. And, you know, we're just going to keep each other encouraged. And we just were telling each other, like, we have to have confidence in ourselves and our abilities going in there, regardless of what number we were picked, we know what we're capable of. And obviously the coaches who drafted us saw something and see something in us. So we just got to, you know, put that out there. In uh, one of the interviews with the, the staff of the Sun, um, they described you as one of the best two-way wings in the draft. Um, hearing that, you have to take pride in the fact that not only is your offensive ability in getting to the hole being recognized, but also the impact you have on defense. Yeah, for sure. Defense is something that over time, I think I've gotten better at because I've learned um, the importance of it and how much that helps my offense. And for, for a little bit, I, you know, was more so focused on offense. And then once I realized that defense is defense, it creates easy offense and it kind of, you know, takes a little 
takes a little edge off when you get me and Didi were talking about this last night too we were like you know once we get a steal like in a game it kind of just relaxes us and it lets everything flow better so that's something that I always thought about during the game I'm like okay once I get that first steal that first deflection you know then my offense starts to come and I don't know why it works like that for me and or if that works for everyone but that's just a big thing for me that I've tried to take pride in so it's it's awesome for that to be recognized. So it's a pretty quick uh, on-ramp for the WNBA. I mean, the season's not far away. You're already there. What, what uh, What's your schedule like getting ready? Yeah, I am here. I left. The draft was on Thursday. My flight was Saturday at 2 in the afternoon. So it was a very quick turnaround. Um, right now we're quarantining and just COVID testing every day. I, I'm not positive when we'll start individual workouts, but – um, we're doing rookie orientation today for, I think, three hours and tomorrow for two hours. And then um, we'll do vaccines and camp starts on the 25th. So everything's just going. And the first game is on the 14th of May. So it's, it's very compact, but I'm so excited to, you know, just get going finally. Well, John, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you've, you've played a full schedule for Baylor already this year, get a little time off, and now you're about to start another full season. That, that, uh, that gets long. I mean, that's longer probably than you've ever played straight, isn't it? Yeah, I would say so. I mean, especially, I mean, at least since, what, high school. Sure. But the caliber obviously is completely different now, so it'll definitely be the longest stretch that I've played in a while. But, hey, this is what – I've worked those past 15 years for. Well, John, I was going to say, I don't know if maybe Dijanae, you've made this connection, um, but uh, there have been a total of 21 um, Lady Bears drafted into the WNBA, you being the 21st pick. And that was also happens to be your jersey number when you were a Lady Bear. Oh, so the connection yeah. there, there's some good vibes, I guess, I going like into that. the year. <laughs> The timing, God's timing is perfect. I know it. And and add to it in 2021. So in there 2021. you go. We, we will like never forget signs. what pick you were. <laughs> That's special. We like those signs. 21st Lady Bear selected into the WNBA draft round to 20th overall to the Connecticut Sun. Dijanae, we can't thank you enough for taking the time to visit with us today to talk about your time at Baylor um, and just how great that was. The impact you had on the program is one that we'll never forget and that we are super excited to continue to cheer you on as a Lady Bear uh, representing the Green and Gold in the WNBA. So good luck with everything. Enjoy rookie orientation. And uh, hopefully we see you on the court in that Sun jersey here soon. Yes. Thank you so much. You're listening to a special edition Sikkim podcast. Here again are your hosts, Brooke Bednarz and John Morris. Continuing with our special edition Sikkim podcast, and look who's with us now. It's Dee Dee Richards headed to uh, New York to play professional basketball. Number 17 pick in the WNBA draft last week. And Dee Dee, welcome to you. Congratulations. And it's great to have you on with us. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. Well, I just want to know, first reaction, how does it feel? This has been something that you've been, you know, dreaming of and talking about your whole time at Baylor. 
And now you're already in New York. It looks like you're in a hotel room because everybody, you know, we're we're doing this via Zoom. Um, but it looks like you're in a hotel room in New York already. You've got to just be so thrilled. Does, does it feel surreal? Um, definitely surreal. I think what makes it so surreal is how fast it's happening. I promise I was just in Waco like two days ago. So <laughs> It's crazy to know that I'm here. Training camps, you know, about to start getting kicked off. So I'm just excited to be here. We talked to Dijanae, and she said she had to go through a, a bunch of uh, COVID protocols, testing, even some quarantining. Are you having to do the same thing? Yes, sir. Exact same thing. Um, nothing we're not used to, though, coming from the bubble and into the way. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like I've gotten used to quarantining by myself. Yeah, you would, you would hope moving out of Baylor and moving on, Maybe you'd be past that, but no, it's, it's still going. <laughs> still going. Well, uh, we're interested to know, obviously, you know, you mentioned the bubble quarantining right now. Nothing about this year has been normal by any means. Um, and that carried over a little bit into the WNBA draft this year. It was virtual. Um, so we want to hear how you and your family made it a special night and, you know, who all was with you and just kind of walk us through that night for you. Um, it was my mom, you know, she definitely was going to find a way to make it as special as possible. And that's what she did. She had an orange carpet, um, like how it would have been if we were to actually be at the draft. And then she got this whole big balloon wall done. She got everyone that was there, which is, you know, close family and close friends that, you know, family friends, um, masks that say Beauty Richards on it. It was just a lot (laughs) going on. We had food or whatever, but and music, it was almost like, you know, a get together, a family party, you know? So it was so much fun. We didn't have a lot of people there. So everyone was still FaceTiming me or whatever, but my mom found a way to make it special under the quarantine rules. So it was fun. I love that. And how about the moment, second round, 17th overall, when you saw your name on that TV screen and you heard your name announced, what were you feeling? I was... I don't even know. Um, it was just, it was a, a rush, like a breath of fresh air. Like, cause I think I was so tense all the way up until pick number 17. I'm like, please be me. Okay. No. Please be me. Okay. No. And then finally I'm sitting there and I'm like, and my name gets called and I just couldn't, I didn't even know. I didn't know how to react. I, I wanted to scream, but I'm looking around. So it was just, it was pretty crazy. I still don't even know how to really put it into words. I'm just, I'm so excited. I'm so grateful for New York taking a chance on me. We're so excited and happy for you. You know, think about all the work that's gone into to that moment, you know, to being selected uh, as a professional athlete. Uh, you know, have you let yourself kind of think about all that's happened, you know, to get to this point? I have not. I'm really, I was just on Dijonet. I'm ready to like, let it happen so I can figure out how the practice of the training camp is going to go and I can get used to it right now. I'm just like, it's nerves building up until up until the point where I get on the court, but I'm really, I think I'll take a moment whenever training camp is over and I finally make the team. That's where I'm going to really be able to breathe and let everything kind of settle in. <laughs> well, you know, John mentioned it and you have talked about it all year. Um, it's the story everyone knows if they know your name, they know your story now and, and what happened at the beginning of the year in practice. And, um, you know, and then at the end of the year, you kind of, the final game and every, we saw the tears and we saw how frustrated you were, um, to have to go out in that game. 
how are you doing now? And to know that despite all of that, and you look back on your Baylor career and know that you're leaving with, I mean, third all time in assists, you were only point guard for one, <laughs> one season, um, you know, Naismith defensive player of the year, um, you know, national title, like all the big 12 awards and all the big 12 titles. Um, so to see all of that career capped off with this draft pick selection to the WNBA, just, you know, how, how, how do you feel about the fact that despite the injuries you've gotten to this point? I'm just grateful. Um, grateful that Coach Mulkey put me in the position that she did. Um, grateful that they took a chance on me as well as New York. So I'm just happy that I'm able to continue to add to my resume, as my brother would say. He's so good about saying, Didi, keep building your resume. Your resume is crazy. Um, I'm just happy to be a role model for him. And I'm doing exactly what he says, which is add to my resume. And I can't wait to say that I'm, you know, officially on the roster here. How are you doing? I know you spent a lot of time with Alex this year, uh, the trainer at Baylor, um, obviously following that last game. Um, I'm sure you worked with him a little bit in order to prepare for the draft. I'm, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling um, as good as I can be, actually. I think that's why I'm saying I'm ready to get on the court, figure yeah. out what's going on. But no, I'm feeling good. I'm going to miss Alex for sure. I'm pretty sure he's not going to miss me <laughs> all the time, but I'm going to miss him. And I'm just thankful that he literally was available at, at, on phone call 24-7. So whoever's at Baylor is really lucky to have someone like Alex. You talk about your resume. It is so impressive. You know, what you've done at Baylor, your, your uh, Baylor career, it's uh, quite a legacy that you've left behind. What, to, what, what are your thoughts about your time at Baylor, you know, overall, athletically and otherwise? Man, a dream come true. Um, you know, when you literally are looking for a school to go to, you are checking, you're trying to figure out um, academically, what can you do? Um, um, athletically, what can you do? And I think I've achieved everything that I wanted to achieve before I even got there. Um, Coach Mulkey literally stressed academics. So I was just happy that I was at a school that could prepare me for the real world on every, you know, aspect of life. So I'm just happy that I chose Baylor. I think that was one of the best decisions that I made because I think I left my mark on the NCAA as well as Baylor and as well as um, in the classroom. I still have teachers um, congratulating me um, to this day. So I'm just grateful that I chose Baylor. I'm sure, I'm sure you have uh, heard from coach Mulkey regarding your <laughs> draft selection. What was that conversation like? It was actually very, very funny because they drafted me during the commercial break. And so <laughs> I guess it popped up at the bottom and she called me as soon as my house starts yelling Coach Mulkey popped up and I'm like, okay, I must've gotten drafted. So, <laughs> and she goes, so explain this to me. Did you get drafted or am I seeing things? And I'm like, I said, I think I got drafted. She goes, okay, well, all right, bye. I'm like, bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then she texted me congrats or whatever, I think the next day. But she's, she's one unique human being that I'm going to miss for sure. <laughs> yeah. Y'all had a, a great relationship, you know, a unique relationship, I think. She has that with all her players, but I think especially point guards since she played that position. Can you uh, can you put into words what your career playing for Coach Mulkey has been like? It was it was different. It was not. I mean, people kind of prepare you. People as in that Odyssey, Brittany Garner, they try to prepare you for her, but nothing can prepare you for her. But you know, so 
right. She was, she was definitely different. And I don't think I'll ever meet anybody like her. But I loved every, all four years there, every day that I spent with her. It was something different. And I enjoyed every bit of it. So um, I'm looking forward to coming back and visiting as much as I can. But, you know, due to COVID, I don't know how that's going to work out. But I'm just, I'm, you know, that was the best phrase of my life. Thanks to her. Let me follow up on that. What's yeah. the moment? Was it at halftime? Was it in the locker room at some point? She's getting on everybody, and you say, you tell him, Coach Mulkey. <laughs> what was, what was oh, the yeah. story? I really think that was my freshman year. I wasn't really playing. So <laughs> I'm like. Oh, you're a freshman. Right. I'm like, you tell them, because I'm not out there. You tell them that they're messing up or whatever. But, <laughs> but it was just, I just enjoyed changing her emotion I think that was my goal freshman year was to see if she was always like this or if I could make her laugh or whatever and once I figured out I could I could I picked my battles like <laughs> if I'm in trouble then I'm gonna say this right here so I think my freshman year once I found out that you know she she's also a human being she can laugh she can have fun you know I think people when you're coming in she almost seems not real and so once I found out that she was real I mean she's a great person and I love everything about her well, it's been fun to watch y'all's dynamic on the court, um, off the court, you know, running into the, the locker room and, and whatnot, but um, lots of success coming out of uh, Baylor, not just you, um, but you're the 20th Lady Bear drafted to the WNBA, uh, Dijanae following at uh, the 21st slot, but you're the first ever by the New York Liberty and, uh, you know, really? yeah, first ever. And, uh, I, you know, if anyone knows you even a little bit, I think DD and New York go hand in hand. I agree. I, I agree wholeheartedly. I will not argue with that. And then the, knowing that I'm the first now they don't know what they just got themselves in. <laughs> New York doesn't know what they're in for, do they? They sure don't. I, I'm just going to rub that in their face as soon as I make the team. I can't do too much, y'all, until I make the team. So I hear I'm you. Not away. <laughs> <laughs> well, I do have a question, though. Hmm. Are the Puffs going, are the Power Puffs moving on into the WNBA and into New York? I have no idea yet. I don't okay. know. I just feel like that's a, that's Baylor. That's my Baylor fans, you know, yeah. that could be you guys' thing. So I don't know. That might make an appearance like every now and then, but I'm not sure if it's going to be every game like it was at Baylor. Okay. Okay. I kind of <laughs> like that. The Baylor thing. Right. Yeah. We'll appreciate that. And we'll know, we'll know that when we see the puffs, it's for us. It's for y'all. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're really happy for you and uh, so proud for you to be selected and pulling for you as you make the team. And again, you're going to make that team. No problem. We're pulling for you all the way. Uh, but don't forget us. All right. You come back and, and visit whenever you can. Yes, sir. I will never forget y'all. That's my home. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to visit with us and uh, good luck. We can't wait to hear all about it. And we are cheering you on from Waco. Thank you so much. Thanks to Dee Dee Richards. You heard from Dejanae Carrington earlier. That's our special edition Sikkim podcast with the two Lady Bears heading into the WNBA. For Brooke Bednars, I'm John Morris. Thanks for tuning in to this week's special edition Sikkim podcast. You've been listening to a special edition Sikkim podcast. The Sikkim podcast is a production of Baylor Athletics.